This is Dr. Edith Ubuntu Chan. Welcome to The Dr. E Show, a show exploring the frontiers of our human possibilities in areas like health and wellness, science and spirituality, quantum biology, and conscious living, so that together we can awaken the best of ourselves and create our most joyful and fulfilling lives. Here in Northern California, San Francisco Bay Area, I just feel so blessed to be surrounded by tons of super smart people that are committed to living a conscious life. Big-hearted visionary leaders and entrepreneurs and super moms and super dads, people who are juggling it all and making a huge impact in the community and in the world. But sometimes those of us who are juggling it all are also spreading ourselves too thin, and sometimes we really struggle with mental fatigue. Do you ever struggle with your mental fatigue or mental focus? It's actually one of the top reasons why patients come to my clinical practice is to get help leveling up their mental energy, their clarity, and their focus. So that's why we recently did a Facebook Live training on this topic, where I wanted to share with you the top three major keys that you need to know for supercharging your mental focus. As it turns out, this training had more views, more shares than any other trainings we've done so far this year. And people tell me the way we framed or reframed the issue of mental focus and the three keys, it was a big surprise but a total life changer. So without further ado, please join us on this magical and surprising journey as we explore the three major keys to supercharging your mental focus. Enjoy. Hi friends on Facebook. Hello friends on Zoom. Welcome everybody to this month's Super Wellness Live webinar. So I wanna start with a question. Do you guys ever feel frazzled, stressed out, overwhelmed, distracted, like you're pulled in a million direction. And I know in our community, you guys are game changers and pioneers and really care about the impact that you make in your community, in your family, and on the planet. You care about the work that you do in the world. You care about being the best mom, the best dad, the best leader of your team. And sometimes, when you're achieving at a higher level, everybody wants a piece of you, don't they? Like everybody wants to ask stuff of you and you feel pulled in too many directions, stressed out, frazzled, overwhelmed. And then you wonder how it's like three or four o'clock in the afternoon and you've just binge watch a bunch of episodes on Netflix and you've got a bag of potato chips on you or something. We've all been there, let's be honest. And so we wonder, what happened to the day? What happened to my mental focus? So because I've worked with so many amazing, high-level, achieving, really phenomenal people that are visionaries and leaders in the community, I've learned from everybody what a game changer it can be if we just master three simple things. And so in tonight's call, I love to shortcut your experimenting and your learning curve by sharing with you these three game-changing areas that I think on the journey of mastering our lives, at some point, the more successful, the more, the more awesome we become in our life, 
the more everybody asks us stuff to make it to that next level, we really need to master these three things. So if you have pen and paper ready, I encourage you to jot down some notes because tonight's session is really potent and powerful. It took me many years to get the kind of clarity that I'm excited to share with you guys tonight. And so these three areas that I want you to bring your focus on when it comes to getting rid of distractions, getting out of that frazzled, overwhelmed, stressed out, pulled in too many directions kind of state, and back into that state of stillness, that calm confidence, where we can bring the very best of ourselves to each and every endeavor, to each and every project. What does it take? Well, the way I've divided up these three things is kind of like from inside out. Those of you that have enjoyed the Super Wellness book, thank you guys so much for all your positive feedback. As you know, in Super Wellness, we talk about this inside out living, mastering our inner game first, and then radiating that into a new level of possibilities in the way that we live our lives. So let's start with the inner game. I want you guys to take a moment to think about when nobody else is around and when you're just you by yourself. What distracts you from really focusing at the task at hand? Steven says fear. That's what I've discovered after working with thousands of clients that I People have taught me so much and I feel so blessed and so honored to accompany all these clients and patients on their journey of life mastery. They teach me so much. And one of the things that I've learned is that actually our human being and our human life is almost like a set of computer programs. We're all running our lives with different patterns and programs. The good news is when we practice things like meditation or guided hypnosis, different practices, even shamanism, these different kinds of practices get us out of that regular mundane day-to-day -day busy go-go-go state. And then we start to become aware of these patterns and programs that are running our lives. Have you guys had experiences like that? And then suddenly you're like, whoa, what's up with this crazy pattern? Whose thing is this? Like, that's not me. I've thought a lot about it this very week. Because have you had that experience where something, maybe not even traumatizing, just something really stressful happens in your life? Let's say you were at a, the DMV and you had a really stressful experience and it was really frustrating, all this paperwork, and finally they sent you home and you couldn't get the stuff done at the DMV that you wanted. And then it was just frustrating. The rest of the day, you're in a grumpy mood and you're already not that mentally focused. You feel distracted the rest of the day. Now imagine, escalate that. Let's say a family member has a big blow up and they get very angry at you. That would be more traumatizing, wouldn't it? Somebody that you love deeply blows up at you, yells at you, maybe there's a big fight, and they say, you know, that's it. I never want to talk to you again. That would be a kind of trauma. If that happens, 
I think we can all relate. We get really distracted. From a traumatic experience like that, our hearts get broken. And in that process, our minds also get fragmented into a million pieces. And it's hard to just be present and be still and go back to work and focus on our projects and so on at that point. Isn't it true? Now take that to a much bigger level. Let's say, unfortunately, many of us in the community I've discovered have experienced bigger traumas maybe in the family dynamic, in our childhood, in our upbringing. And if we don't take time to process all these old fears and traumas, our minds stay in that fragmented state. Now we can do all lots of personal growth work where it's like productivity and focus and different tools to work around that to do the best we can with what we got. But at the end of the day, if we don't actually take time to process that old stressor, in some ways our mind stays fragmented. So we end up having a mind that's split in so many directions, it becomes so just an uphill battle to try to focus at projects at the task at hand. So I would say the number one thing if we're into doing inner work is to find those old patterns, become an observer of it, and notice if those actually are leftover things from difficult, stressful, or traumatic things that happened in our past. Of course, that takes enormous courage to encounter these things. But the gift of that is that we reclaim all these fragments of our minds. And once they become whole again, we can boom, really focus that like a laser beam at our hopes, as our, at our dreams. Because I know if you're in our community, you've got a huge heart, you've got big goals and big dreams, and you deserve an amazing life. And I believe our planet deserves for you to be whole and heal and boom, just laser sharp focus at the projects that you feel passionate about. Now, one piece about this so-called healing of old stresses, old traumas, is that sometimes we feel like, oh my God, that's, that's so hard to do. And it does take work. It does take tremendous courage to do this kind of inner work. But at the same time, I want us to be very gentle with ourselves. Because I was so inspired by this epigenetic study that was done a few years ago. Click a little thumbs up if you guys heard about the mouse epigenetic study with the tiger lily flower. Have you heard about that one? This one was profound and really game-changing and really thought-provoking because as I've done inner work with healing and shamanism and hypnotherapy and meditation and breath work and different ways of tapping into those deeper layers of programs and patterns that are actually subconsciously running my life, I started to encounter a lot of patterns that I realized, wait, that 
that I've had a beautiful life. Why are these all these weird patterns? I realized that it might have come from generations past and I might have inherited some of these patterns. So the mouse study, really interesting. What they did was they took the mice and they gave them a happy life, except that whenever they smelled this delicious tiger lily flower, you know, I have really mixed feelings about this, but it's powerful information. They just zapped the mice. So every time they smelled this smell, they zapped the mice until the mice were trained to be traumatized by this smell so that this delicious, beautiful flower that normally they would run to because it smells so lovely, they were traumatized by it and they scurried away. So after one generation of training the mice like this, in the subsequent generations without any actual traumas, that traumatic behavior stayed throughout the generations. Two, three, four generations later, the mice were still behaving as if they were traumatized by the tiger lily flower. Isn't that fascinating? So that made me wonder how many of us, maybe we had a healthy upbringing, but our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents had very traumatizing events happen to them. And in a way that fragmented their psyche and that kind of fragmentation became multi-generational. The good news is if we can traumatize through epigenetic markers, we can also heal, right? We can flip these switches. That's the really good news about the science of the last couple of decades is that we've discovered things like neuroplasticity. We've discovered things like epigenetics. It turns out that our physiology, our lives, our spirits, all of these things are a lot more malleable than we ever realized before. So the good news is all of us who are on this call, we can take back full control of our lives, tapping into the power of these mechanisms to actually consciously go into what is normally subconscious levels of our lives and consciously heal and reprogram these things and be gentle with ourselves. And to know that when you do this kind of really profound and deep healing work, is for you, but it's also for all the generations before and after you. And sometimes we can get so hard on ourselves because you guys are a high achieving bunch. You want to be the best of yourselves. I just want you to take a moment and take a deep breath and just pat yourself on the back. Because I know you've already done a ton of amazing inner work. You've already done so much beautiful work and that benefited not just you, but your immediate community. And through quantum entanglement of our DNA, ripple effects into all of your human family. That's not a small thing. So it might seem like you want to do this work so that you can have a better life, but by you, Having the courage to do your inner work, you're helping all of us have better lives. 
So I want to just bow to that because you guys, I think the um, profoundness of the impact that you're making in the world is, I think, beyond what any of us can actually fathom. So that is, is that too heavy for a Monday night? <laughs> so that, I just wanted to, boom, hit it where the core of this stuff is because you guys are ready for this advanced stuff, I think. So right from the get-go, the three key areas I want to encourage you to look at when it comes to mastering your mind and stepping up and supercharging your mental focus is to notice that a lot of times we have a pattern of being easily distracted and mentally and psychologically fragmented, maybe because on a subconscious level, on an epigenetic level, we are holding old fears, old stresses, old traumas that we haven't taken time to process. If it's just like a grumpy day at the DMV, you might be distracted for a few hours and then you let that go, right? If it's an argument with a loved one, maybe you'll be distracted and grumpy and stressed out and upset for, I don't know, a few days, a few weeks, a few months, I don't know. But if it's like something huge, say, World War II or the Holocaust, those kinds of things, that deserves many hours, months, weeks, maybe years of love for us to collectively, as a human family, heal those old patterns so that we can take back full control of our psychology, of our spirits, and really be present in our lives again so that we can co-create a much more beautiful future together. And so this call is, I'm holding you guys at that level of high standard. This call is about that. So part one is to invite you, encourage you, and support you in stepping up to the plate and going deeply within using whatever tools, whatever modalities work for you to do that deep inner work that helps you to heal from old stresses, traumas, fears that is in your life, but also that might have been inherited through multiple generations. And I want to honor you for doing that work. Now, if you imagine my three things, they're like three concentric circles. The next layer, I would say, is to work on your body, your physiology. What do I mean by that? Have you ever noticed that if you sit in an office and kind of like slump, bad posture, typing on the desk, kind of like all slouchy, your mental focus just goes... But if you just sit up nice and tall, take a huge deep breath, you work on your physiology and instantly you have increased alertness and increased mental focus. Well, in Chinese medicine, they have this thing that the human body is, or the human physiology and the human being is the bridge between heaven and earth. And so for us to align our lives so that we can stay inspired and in that flow, in that innovative state, we have to bridge the worlds of that spiritual inspiration together with the physical earthly stuff. 
So this is what part two is about. It's really about understanding how you can use your human body for you to bridge the world of, let's say you have an inspired idea, now move it into action. It turns out mastering your health, your body, your physiology is the secret to that. So take an example, the breath. When you're breathing, when you're stressed out, distracted, you have a certain breathing pattern. When you're engaged, alive, excited, joyful, in the zone, you have a different breathing pattern, right? So your breathing pattern is part of your physiological pattern that can happen unconsciously, as if by accident. But through training your breathing practice, you can consciously dial in your physiology to that totally alert, totally focused, totally engaged, alive, in the zone, excited, full engagement state. You can modulate that through some deep breaths. So let's all of us stand up nice and tall or sit up nice and tall wherever you are. Shift your posture until you feel your head, shoulders, your diaphragm, your pelvis and hip. Everything is stacked in nice alignment. And just take three simple breaths. Huge breath in. Letting it go. Big breath in. Oxygenate your whole body, your mind and letting go of the stress and tension. One more deep breath in and gently let it go. Can you feel how in three breaths, three breaths, you've already shifted so much your physiology and your mental alertness? What else could you do? What are some simple ways in which, I guess we can call it the, the word hack. I don't like the word hack. I prefer nurturing or, or cultivation. Like what else can you cultivate or nurture in your human physiology to shift your mental state of being? There's so many wonderful little tiny things that could be a game changer. For example, I have a patient of mine who works it with teenagers that have ADHD. She's a psychologist and she does therapy sessions and give these teenagers different kinds of life skills to enhance their mental focus. And I was surprised, but it, not too surprised because she said the number one first thing she gives these teenagers as an assignment is to buy one of these bouncy ball type chairs. And instead of slumping on the chair, these bouncy ball chairs force you to sit with a nice posture. And she says that one change alone, changing their posture is a game changer for their ability to focus on their homework and get better grades and so on. So what are those small little things you can do? Here are some of the top ones that, you know, you guys might have read the Super Wellness book is full of good tips like this, but here are some of the top ones. Get off your butt once an hour on the hour to move your body a little bit. Do some deep breathing get out and get some sunshine during the day, get plenty of sleep. And cause we all know when we're sleep deprived, how sluggish and like molasses, your brain and your mind is, it's just like, why am I so distracted? It's like, cause you need to sleep. Cause you just need to sleep. 
It's not that you don't have the skills or anything. You are just sleep deprived and it's that simple. Sometimes it really is that simple. Or are you dehydrated? Like sometimes we like to overcomplicate things and it's really like check those these check boxes of simple necessities. A human being needs sunshine during the day, good quality sleep at night, we need to be hydrated, and we need to eat foods that aren't inflammatory. I would say a lot of my patients found it to be an amazing life change when they just clean up the foods that they ate, got rid of the junk, and the most common things like wheat, milk, and sugar those things actually cause a lot of inflammation in most people that I've worked with. And when they decrease that inflammatory factor, their brain is not inflamed anymore. And suddenly, wow, I have such good mental focus. I've had clients who had official ADHD diagnosis or other diagnosis that just through proper hydration, proper sleep, proper sunshine and cleaning up their diet, completely all their symptoms that got their diagnosis went away. I'm always shocked that why isn't everybody doing these things first? Way before we rush to the very expensive therapies and procedures and medications, and of course there's a time and place for that, why don't we just set up the foundation for good health? The foundation for a healthy human physiology. Our minds are not separated by our bodies. We've all had that experience where we ate something that didn't agree with our system and then our mind is all distracted and grumpy all day. What I'm talking about is really not rocket science, but I feel after working with so many clients over so many years, everybody tells me, Dr. Edith, that was such a no-brainer, pardon the pun, but I just never thought about it. When you say it like that, it's so freaking obvious. Why, what, what, I have made it so complicated. I've spent thousands of dollars on this, this problem, you know, with my, my restless mind and I've hired personal growth coach, high performance coaches, and there's a time and place for that too, but I didn't take care of the foundation. Just getting eight hours of sleep at night, seeing sunshine during the day, you know, sitting properly with a proper posture, taking breaks, moving my body, taking some deep breath, and staying hydrated, not eating crappy, junky, inflammatory foods. Take care of those simple things first. If you are here on the planet to bring your best gifts, your talents, your vision, your mission, if you're here to bring forth that level of awesomeness into the world, you deserve an awesome, healthy, happy, vibrant human physiology to work with. Your body isn't just like a sack of meat and bones to carry your brain around. And anyway, your brain is totally connected to your body. Anything that inflames your body, exhausts your body, is gonna make your brain and your mind exhausted and inflamed. More than that, I think those of you that have been in the super wellness community for a while, when we're in a state of harmony in our physical body, then we're not distracted constantly by inflammation and noise. And that's when we see that alchemy, that magic unfold, where the spirit, your soul, your heart starts to whisper this constant flow of inspiration and 
excitement and this bubbling effervescent of awesomeness starts speaking through your heart and then your brain, your mind can actually listen to the heart and then your body has the physical energy to go out into the world and manifest that awesomeness. So it all has to, we, we have to get to the point where we're mature enough to see the holistic interrelationship of all these things. Can I get an amen, hallelujah, high five on that one, right? I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I have to say sometimes I need to hear that too. So as I'm speaking these things out loud, it's just a, a wonderful reminder to bring back commonsensical practices, really take beautiful, loving, good care of our health and our physiology, and let that mental focus piece become a natural unfoldment. When your body is healthy, energized, and vibrant, so too will your mind. So notice next time if you feel easily exhausted, distracted, overwhelmed, stressed out, is it that you need to do some deep inner healing work with old fears, stresses, or traumas? Or is it that you need to just take better, loving, good care of your body and your physiology? So those are the first two pieces. The third and final piece, so again, I want you to visualize the rings so that's the deep, amazing, magical inner work. Then there is the middle ring, three concentric circles. The middle ring is our health, our body, and our physiology. And finally, the outer ring is to set up systems in place in your outer environment that supports you in your big life mission, whatever that is for you. Even if your mission is that you don't know what your mission is and it is to find out what your mission is. That's an awesome mission and I support you. I'm here to cheer you on and support you in that. But it's your life. It's your life to turn into a beautiful masterpiece. And we never know, none of us, what will happen tomorrow, right? If today was the last day, would you be proud of how you spent the moments of this day? You know, there are those days where if I binge watch Netflix because it was so good, I'm still proud of my day. But do it consciously. Set up systems in place in your life so that you're not accidentally, constantly pulled into distraction land. What systems do you have for that? Do you have systems in place to protect your time? Where you treat every moment of your life really as if it is truly sacred. That it's a gift not to be squandered. What systems do you have in place where you're really clear that you are consciously architecting your life. When I say that, sometimes people say, well, that sounds kind of rigid, Dr. Edith. You know, I'm a go with the flow yogi. I like to just let the moment take, take uh, its shape however it does, and me too. So carve out time for that. Carve out white space in your day 
where you're not just kind of thumbing through all the social media and scrolling, 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 and it's like the whole day went by and you're not sure what kind of value you created, much less for other people, but just for yourself. Like, did you create a valuable, delicious experience of life for yourself each and every day? So some important tips that I've learned that I'm so grateful for through my high-performance coaching training. Important tips are, first and foremost, start and end each day with conscious awareness. Train yourself so that the first hour of the day and the last hour of each day is sacred me time. Spend that first hour however you like. You might like to drink some water, drink some tea, do a little qigong, go for a little jog, clear your mind, start the day right, and then consciously think about, wow, this is a beautiful day. What would I like to create with this day? And then when you sit down to actually plan your day, jot down all your projects, your goals, your dreams for the day without getting online. Can you do that? Because I don't know about you, I don't have the discipline. Once I get online, there's the ding, ding, dong, bing, bong, all of these notifications start dinging at me and I'm just not that enlightened yet. I, I can't not get distracted. So for me, that sacred me time first hour in the morning to plan out and dream the big dreams like, wow, if today was the most dreamy day ever, what would I like to experience and get done? And who have I made promises to? I need to return some calls. Like, What are my priorities, my projects, my goals, my mission, my vision for the day? And then boom, the moment you turn on your tech, there's emails and notifications. So set up systems in place where you turn off as many notifications as possible and batch your email time so you play it almost like a video game like boom every day i'm gonna get through all of my inbox and answer everybody within a specific say two hour window assuming your job permits that possibility right but every job permits you to somehow batch these tasks in a way that is more efficient than you've been doing isn't that true and then take breaks. Know that the physiology research, the high performance research has consistently found that, that after about 50 minutes of focused work, most human beings, our mental focus starts to fizzle. So every hour on the hour, set a timer and just get up and take a few deep breaths, go outside, a little fresh air, a little sunshine, move your body, bounce in place, freshen your mind and come right back. I've discovered after all these years working with people that is super easy for most of us, super easy to 2x, 3x, sometimes even 10x our productivity using these super simple little tweaks in our day. Maybe you don't believe me, but try this week. I'm going to issue a seven day challenge. Try this week. First hour of the day, no tech. Just do your thing, get your physiology in alignment, and then dream your big dreams, write it down on paper. What would you like to accomplish that day? What are your goals, your dreams, your priorities for the day? And then as you execute the day, batch your tech and email time 
and really squeeze it down to the minimal amount that you can. And then at the end of the day, really take time to reflect and maybe practice gratitude at the end of the day and reflect on what was wonderful about the day and what you might like to do differently the next day. And throughout the day, take plenty of breaks so that as you feel your mental focus fizzle, and it likely will fizzle about 50 minutes to an hour, take a break, freshen your mind, and then come back to your work. You know, unless you are an ER doctor, I promise you, nobody will die if you take a break once an hour. The world is full of all these false emergencies and it's your job and nobody else's job to push back and say, hey, you know what? I'd love to do a really great job for you. And I need an extra couple of hours or I need an extra couple of days so that I can really deliver that, that top A-level product for you that I promise you. Is that okay? Or sometimes it's just flat out saying no. When you cultivate this practice each and every day of consciously dreaming up your ideal day, then when you go and meet the day, it's so much easier to say no. You know, I've been so blessed to work with all these entrepreneurs and very high achievers, and everybody tells me that on their journey as they expand their projects and their skill level and expand their businesses, Really, the number one key skill that everybody tells me was the most important to develop on that journey is the ability to say no to people. So I want to ask you, as a final parting gift, if you find yourself getting mentally distracted, frazzled, overwhelmed often, are you saying yes to things that really deeply in your heart and soul is kind of a no. So that you're spreading yourself so thin, so fragmented, your time. It's not just that your mind is spread so thin, your life, your time, your schedule is spread in a million direction. So then you don't feel happy with your life because you're not truly engaged and deeply focused and successful on the one thing. Nowadays, everybody's like, oh, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. As if that's something to be proud of. I think we shouldn't be so proud if we're constantly busy all the time. I don't know about you, when I'm busy all the time, I don't have the stillness to go deeply within, to really listen to my soul, to my spirit's calling about where I'm supposed to be, how I'm supposed to serve the world in each and every moment. I'm frankly, not that enlightened, where I really have to just carve out white space in my day where I turn off the phone, maybe I take a nap, maybe I go into the woods and go for a long walk. I need that, to listen to that still voice within. Maybe you're like that too. Could it be that you're split in so many directions, saying yes to so many things that you've missed out on the most important thing, which is your me time, your quiet time of pure presence and pure stillness. And from that state, all the productivity, all the inspiration, all the clarity can unfold. It's so easy 
to get stuff done when your inner compass, your inner GPS is working properly. Isn't that true? So I hope that this call has given you a lot of great gems, great tools, and great food for thought. To review the three key areas that I want to invite you to explore and maybe level up in your life, the three things, one, the deep, courageous inner work to heal those old patterns, old stressful traumas, whether it's yours or very likely most of it is not yours. We've all inherited different streams of consciousness from our ancestors. And I believe that most of us incarnated at this really amazing time on planet Earth to do a lot of that deep inner healing work is what I feel on a deep spiritual and soul level, a huge part of why we came to the planet. You may agree or disagree, but I know the proof is in the pudding. When we do that deep inner work, life becomes amazing and magical. We are rewarded handsomely for the courage to do that work. And as a side effect, ripple effects into the whole planet, into the whole humanity. So that's the deep inner work. Thank you for doing that work. Level two is your human physiology. Become a master of your physiology. Take beautiful, loving, good care of your health, your energy, and your well-being. And notice how much that changes everything about your mental focus. And level three is cultivate that external environment where you have the white space, where you become the boss of your life again. You become the architect of your schedule again. And you feel super clear and certain what you should be saying yes to and what you should be saying no to. And you cultivate the skillfulness of saying no in the harmonious way where you never burn any bridges, but people understand that your time is very valuable and that nobody's feelings will get hurt when you say no in just the right way. And these are all things that I think we can all consciously cultivate. And if it interests you, we'll take a much deeper dive into this level of conversation, that deep inner work, the mastery of our physiology, and all the tools and tactics of how to master our day, how to turn that amazing inner clarity, that vision of the gifts and the passions that we want to bring forth into a practical day-to-day, hour-by-hour way of living, where we feel that we're the conscious architect of our lives again. And so if this kind of thing interests you, you can check out superwellness.com slash retreat. We have an amazing five-day retreat coming up in September where we're exactly going to do the advanced level ninja tools on all this kind of stuff. So it will be my honor to share these next level incredible gifts and gems together with you and with our community of like-minded pioneers and trailblazers because... You know, let's face it, it's not that you can't do this work alone, but it's so much more fun and so much easier and so much more inspirational to do it together as a community. Isn't that true? So I'll pop the link below, superwellness.com slash retreat. It will be my hugest honor to share these gifts with you on a much deeper level in September. Thank you guys so much. See you next month. Bye-bye. Hi friends, did you love that interview? 
If you did, please leave a review and share with all your friends so that many more people can benefit from these game-changing insights. You can also go onto our website, dredithubuntu.com, and subscribe to our newsletter, where you'll receive free trainings and next-level ninja tools that we only share on our newsletter. Together, let's turn your life into a brilliant masterpiece.